FYI, and I don't mean fake news, this podcast contains huge spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 269 of the podcast that goes snicked. I'm your host Jason Venable and uh, this episode it's Old Man Winter uh, edition 2018. Um, yeah, it's going to be a short bonus episode to kind of clear the runway so we can talk about our uh, main books when we do our Wolvie Awards from 2017 next episode. So um that's coming right around the bend, but there's a few things I wanted to talk about. You know, just to kind of, I don't want to say get them out of the way, because that sounds uh, not so positive. But, um, you know, I wanted to clear the runway, so to speak. Um, you know, just get ready for, for our award show. Um, so a few things to talk about, uh, mostly focusing on Old Man Logan. Um, but, you know, also a little saber-tooth action, maybe. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, you want to talk about some comics? <laughs> That's what you're here for, right? That's why you came. Why you came to the party. Um, yeah. All right. Well, with no further ado, here we go. That's right. We're going to start off with Deadpool versus Old Man Logan number four. Of course, written by Declan Shelby with art by... Uh, 2017 Wolvie Award nominee Mike Kinderson and colors by 2017 Wolvie Award nominee Lee Luffridge letters by VCs Joe Sabino and the cover is by Declan Shalvey and Jordi Belair and it's another great cover to this series um kind of have that still kind of white background but we have a nice encroaching almost army of darkness <laughs> maybe not that right illusion but um yeah we have these soldiers in, in very dark shadow kind of encircling the white space in our our heroes or anti-heroes as it were uh old man logan and deadpool being shot at uh so it's another pretty great cover to the series um you know, all of these have been pretty good so remember um Deadpool and Old Man Logan have tracked this girl they're trying to save Maddie to gen form who's trying to weaponize her um, and they found her but you know stuff got pretty ugly and we ended up last issue where uh, Maddie had teleported because she can teleport inanimate objects so she teleported Old Man Logan's claws into Deadpool. Of course, Old Man Logan's like, give them back, you know, after uh, <laughs> Deadpool tries to, to cut out some scientists. Um, and he does in a great panel of Old Man Logan going, Rah! and all kinds of blood. Um, anyway, uh, everyone cuts the loose, cuts some people up. Deadpool tries to escape with Maddie, but they run into a door they can't get through. Um, not at all. And old man Logan goes nuts in the lab. Uh, just crazy, uh, very brutal uh, action here. Um, as he cuts his way very bloodily through scientists and soldiers and security. And Tell you what, Henderson does a great job with the gore. Um, 
if that's your thing or even if it's not um just i don't know he just there's something about his style just very violent frenetic um but also the facial expressions as you go through this is really uh, henderson does a great job um <clears throat> excuse me uh anyway old man logan finally cuts his way through everybody and uh the last guy tells him a secret um but it doesn't save his life old man logan still kills him um Deadpool's like, well, just try teleporting somebody. Um, Deadpool's like, I wish I had some swords. And Maddie teleports them to his hands. He he kisses his swords. Um, <laughs> Maddie's like, gross. So Old Man Logan continues to cut his way through the complex. And Deadpool continues to try to save Maddie. But they, you know, from one door to another, a bloody Old Man Logan finally catches up. And old man Logan's like, you know what? Uh, this girl maybe shouldn't be saved. Uh, she's gonna, she's gonna kill everybody. So he's had to change a heart. Deadpool obviously is not. So they fight. Um, and old man Logan cuts off Deadpool's hands. <laughs> they fight some more. Um, pretty gross. Pretty gross fight. Um, they continue to fight. Um, as Deadpool takes a half a katana boy through the head. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? Forget you guys. I can do this myself. And Deadpool's like, oh, great. You teleported us out. And Old Man Logan's like, she didn't teleport us. She teleported the whole building. <laughs> to be continued, not to be concluded. I thought this was only five issues, but maybe it's six. Um, anyway, art. And colors. These guys nominated for a reason. But it's just a fantastic book. Very, very brutal book. So, you know, make sure you, you're aware of that if you're deciding to check this out. Uh, you know, some some of our readers are down with that. Some of them aren't. It's, but it's a very, very brutal book. Um, but it looks amazing. Um, the story is still fine. Um... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. So, make of that what you will. Um, man, I kind of want to give this three out of six claws. I kind of want to give it four for the art. Um, mm, mm, you know, a very... You know, it's not all that entertaining. I don't know. It looks great. It's kind of empty otherwise. Um, I'm going to give it three out of six claws with, with the art pulling it towards that four zone. Anyway, that's Deadpool versus Old Man Logan, number four. So next up, we have Old Man Hawkeye, number one. Which, by the way... Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, anyway, Old Man Hawkeye number one is, there's credits somewhere, are they at the end? No, here they are, in the middle. Um, an Eye for an Eye, part one, written by Ethan Sachs, who I don't believe I know. Um, art by uh, Marco Cacchetto, who I definitely know, like him a lot. Colors by Andre Mosa. Letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. 
and the cover is by Marco Coquetto. And um, it's a pretty nice cover. It's got Old Man Hawkeye shooting an arrow with a nice muscle car on the bottom. We're in the, in the wastelands, the badlands. We have some hillbilly multiple men and, of course, Old Man Logan looking a lot, a lot like uh, you gave uh, Jensen Ackles <laughs> um, gray hair and mutton chops. <laughs> uh, looks a lot like he's Dean from Supernatural and just aged about, you know, 20 years, assuming he ages well, which I, I bet he will. <laughs> um, anyway, and Hawkeye, of course, has a beard and long hair, so we're going to see his descent kind of to where we found him in the original Old Man Logan. Um, he's using his talents to help be security detail on running some shipments. Uh, he finds out this guy is you know, run some weapons. He doesn't really care that much. Um, he finds a gang of multiple men all rednecked out um, and turns out the, the prime is dead or whatever. No, sorry, the progenitor um, is gone. But, you know, all the multiples are running around and they want to rob this this truck. But, of course, Hawkeye pulls out his bows and arrows and goes nasty on these guys. Just fills them full of arrows through the head, everything. Um, and then, in a very nice moment, he runs out of arrows. He reaches for another one. His quiver is empty. So one gets away. A nice page of some vultures. Um, and turns out that last guy that he needed the arrow for, he had already shot one at him and missed, apparently. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, he did. Everyone else is a kill shot. But one guy gets hit in the shoulder. And that's the one that gets away. Um, so he goes to get his uh, eyes checked out by Claire. Um, he looks at a picture of Luke in a Luke Cage and Danielle and the daughter. Um, and he's going to take a present to Old Man Logan. Uh, it's an Xbox. <laughs> Old Man Logan's digging a ditch for, or no, he's digging some fence post holes. Um, on his homestead and uh, he's like why are you really here and he tells Logan he needs his help but old man Logan's like nope I don't do that anymore this is before obviously old man Logan um, and we know that because Hawkeye can still see um, so he's alright we'll keep the Xbox whatever and we go to Hammer Falls Nevada we see an Ultron robot um, Hawkeye wants to see his daughter She's like, buzz off, Dad. You don't do anything. She's got a, uh, a not a good relationship. Um, Hawkeye leaves. He remembers the death of Black Widow, which I don't know. Is this a different death, like in the in the future, or is this the death from Secret Empire? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, so the the multiple man gets. Busted up by some Venom symbiote and taken over. And then the, the police are investigating the, the other dead bodies that Hawkeye left behind. And Sheriff Bullseye is here to get some answers. Um, so, Art, really nice. Uh, I love Marco Cicchetto, uh a lot. Or Cacchetto. I don't know. I don't know if it's a, a soft CH or a hard CH. Um, anyway, it's a good looking book. 
And the story's kind of fun. I mean, I guess the appropriate amount of Easter eggs that you get in these kind of future stories where you see what roles people play. Um, I don't know. It's not super interesting yet, but it could be, I guess. I'm going to kind of wait and see how involved Old Man Logan is. Um, this may be one I wait and read like all at once on Marvel Unlimited. I don't know if I really want to I don't know if it's enough fun for me to want to spend the, the money on it. Um, but we will see. I'll, I'll flip through number two, see what we got, see how it looks like it's going. Um, I mean, I want to read it. I just don't, I don't know if it's one I need to read like immediately. Like, I have to have it. You know, maybe I can wait for this one. Um, we'll see. Uh, I'm going to give Old Man Hawkeye number one. Uh, kind of the same I gave Old Man Logan, or Deadpool versus Old Man Logan. A very... Very strong on the fence, three out of six claws that could swing to four for the art, but I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really be like, hey, buy me. Um, but I think they got pretty good reviews from other people, so I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't ready for it. <laughs> we'll see, I guess. Um, all right, so real quick, we have our weekly Avengers event, No Surrender. Um, kicked off, and, and Old Man Logan with his X-Men team, the, the gold team, is barely in the first couple of issues. There's four out so far. Um, Avengers No Surrender and Avengers 675 through 678. Um, these are written by Mark Wade, Al Ewing, and Jim Zub. I said that weird, didn't I? Mark Wade, Al Ewing, and Jim Zub. Art by Pepe Larraz. Colors by David Curiel. V- letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Woohoo! And covers by Mark Brooks. I think these are the same, at least in the first two, if not all of them. Um, Curiel, Pettit, Brooks. Yep. Yep, the same. So the they all kind of ran together for me a little bit. Um, basically, the covers by Mark Brooks are super nice. Um, I mean, it's Mark Brooks. <laughs> Come on. I really like the Quicksilver one on uh, 677, which is chapter 3. Um, anyway, the Earth disappears, or gets kidnapped. Um, a lot of Avengers are frozen in this, like, almost statuesque state. And Grandmaster Flash and uh, one of the other elders of the universe... Actually, no, I think it's just a bad guy. Um are having a contest, and they put together the Black Order and the the t- Terrible Legion. What are they called? Oh, good grief. I already forgot. Um, oh, bloody hell. Um, I think one of these has, like, a roster in the back. The Black Order and the Lethal Legion, who are mostly new characters. Um... That's pretty cool, uh, with designs by uh, Pepe Larraz. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Anyway, they're they're fighting for these art to find these artifacts and get these prizes. Kind of very, <clears throat> excuse me, very similar vibe to the original Contest of Champions a little bit. Um, but these villain teams and the Avengers are fighting for it. And the Avengers are just kind of stuck in the middle. So we see, you know, obviously Earth's in great peril, and a lot of our heroes are out of the mix, including Old Man Logan and the X Men. Um, so we see kind of all our different Avengers books and teams uh, come together 
And they still kind of re-split up into different task force to go hit different hotspots around the globe. But there's also this, uh, not, not Velocity, but, um, not Vanguard. Um, oh, good grief. Not doing so hot tonight. <laughs> um, what's her name? Uh, Voyager. Good grief. Um, anyway, Voyager is a, a new old character who uh, was apparently one of the original Avengers, but she got in some fight with some dude and got lost in time and apparently was forgotten. But as soon as she comes back, everybody remembers like they had never forgotten. It's kind of weird. And I don't know if it really works, to be honest. Um, so first of all, the art is amazing. Uh, Pepe Larraz and David Curiel do a great job of making this book just pop. It is so. It looks so good. Uh, really, really good. Um, and the story is is. I mean, it's lots of fighting. It's lots of action. It's it's good, I guess. Um, you know, the Voyager thing reminds me a lot of the Sentry story, but, you know, because he was a character that was an old character and people forgot about him and he came back and, you know, had the Sentry and the Void. But um, I feel like whenever you think of the character, you know, Bendis, the way he wrote that and the way he built it up and kind of the slow, slow build, I really felt like Bendis earned it. I don't know if these guys, this team of writers, have really earned it with Voyager. It really, it seemed just really kind of quick and almost dismissive that, like, oh, I'm back, let's go. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, you should lead the team. You're one of the best Avengers ever, one of the originals. Um, have all these great powers, and, and that's fine, but that literally happens like in, let me flip pages and make sure I'm not lying. But I'm pretty sure that's like, in the first issue. Yeah, people like immediately recognize her at the end of the first issue. And then the second one, they're like, hey, lead the team. <laughs> it's just like, I don't, I don't know if this has really been earned. I just, I don't know. Um, it's not a terrible thing. I mean, worse things have happened, but I, I don't know. I don't know about this book, guys. Um, I want to like it. I was excited about it, but so far the art is the most exciting part. And I'm not... I don't really know how I feel about the Black Order, like, playing games. I don't know. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. I'm, I know there's somewhat maybe rudderless without Thanos, but um, I don't know. I think, not that they have to be serious forever just because Hickman made them serious. And, you know, he had, a, he had his little moments of humor too, but I don't know, it's almost too silly feeling for them. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. What does everybody else think? What do y'all think about this book? Um, anyway, I won't... Old Man Logan's barely in it. I won't... I won't... Um, chase this rabbit too far. Um, I'm going to give all four of these issues... Again, that's Avengers 675 through 678. Um, man. There's a good dialogue. The action's fine. And the art is so good. I think I'll give them a very... You know, it's on the fence again, but I'll, I'll swing these to four out of six claws. Um, 
because the writing was a little bit stronger than the first two books we talked about. Um, I mean, it took three people to do it. <laughs> you know, whatever. All right, well, so that's all our, our old, old man Logan stuff. Um, before we get to Sabretooth, uh, there's a Dream Logan in uh, The Invincible Iron Man number 595. So I'll talk about it real, real fast. This is the... Uh, the Search for Tony Stark Part 3, written by Brian Michael Bendis, you know, as he's nearing his Marvel end. Um, art by Stefano Caselli and Alex Maleve. Colors by Marte Gracia and Alex Maleve. Letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. And the cover is by uh, R.B. Silva and Jesus Arbatov. It's a pretty good cover. Uh, we have the infamous Iron Man and Iron Heart uh, lunging after a floating Iron Man head. Pretty good cover. Um, so basically, um, Victor is uh, visiting Amara, and she's like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore, but she drops her groceries, and we see her pregnancy test. Um, or no, sorry, not a pregnancy test, prenatal vitamins. And so you get the feeling that maybe she's got a Doom baby, but she doesn't want anything to do with Doom, and he reluctantly leaves. Um, Ironheart. He goes back to Chicago. Um, the Stark Industries is trying to compensate all of her gear. Says it's, you know, stolen intellectual property as there's been a hostile takeover at Stark. Um, Iron Man's mom, we think, finds Iron Man, the guy inside the armor. And it is Tony. It's a reborn Tony. He's all bald and fleshy. Um, they have a nice talk. Everyone comes in, and then all the all the heroes come to greet him. They're glad to see him alive, and of course, in that is uh, Wolverine, Logan, Wolverine, um, kind of standing in the back. And uh, Rhodey comes up and, and greets him, and he reaches for him. But then he wakes up. It was all a dream. He's still in his uh, dark room somewhere. Um, then the hood comes after Victor. And some exploding stuff happens. And, of course, our Iron team is still searching for Tony Stark. And they're like, they finally decide to ask the AI, do you know where he is? And he's like, well, <laughs> that's where it can, uh, to be continued. This book's been really fun. Of course, the art is great. Uh, and both were, you know, both stories, uh, Maliva and Caselli, uh, splitting the duty, you know, telling their separate stories. It's really good. Um, the story, or this book, continues to be a great book. Um, and the search for Tony is no exception. Uh, I'm going to give this... Um, I want to go five. It's right between a four and a five, but it's a very strong four. It's not, not on the fence the other way, like the other books. This one is... Very solidly between a four and a five. I'm going to go ahead and do five out of six claws. Um, anyway, Dream Dream Logan was in there. All right, so wrapping up, we have Sabretooth and Iron Fist number 76. Written by Emerson. Right, or art by Mike Perkins. Colors by Andy Troy. Letters by uh, VC Travis Landham. And the cover is by Jeff Decal or Decal. Um, on the cover, we have our bad guy. Um, what's his name? Shoshin, right? I think so. Uh, oh, no, it's just Choshin. Um, 
Anyway, in his body is different scenes, kind of like in the shape of his body, uh, one of which we have angry Iron Fist and Sabretooth, and we have ninjas fighting. Um, so remember, Choshin has sh- stolen the Book of the Iron Fist and opened a, a gate to Kung Loon, um, and Iron Fist and Sabretooth have gone through it. Iron Fist, of course, to try to save Kung Loon and Sabretooth to avenge the people who uh, almost killed the constrictor's son, which, you know, their enemy is one and the same. So they go in, fist and claws, they're charging. We meet the new, uh, is it UT? Is that what it's called? I'm trying to keep all my stuff. Yeah. Meet the U- new UT, who is Sparrow, if you remember her. Um, so Choshin's like, oh, a woman. Oh, brother. <laughs> so he's... Very, uh, I guess he would say traditionalist. I think most normal people would say misogynistic. Um, anyway, so they start fighting. Uh, Cho Shin and, and Sparrow UT. Um, as Iron Fist continues to might make his way, uh, he has a rematch with um, the eel guy, uh, the eel of blessed waters. Um, but Sabretooth jumps up and breaks his neck. And Iron Fist is like, what? What, what, what? No, we're not going to kill people. And he's like, I didn't say that. <laughs> and then, um, get a great page of fighting between uh, Cho Shin and Yu Um The Rat of Twelve Plague shows up. But Sam T is like, all right, I can take this guy. My healing factor can take anything he can throw at me. So you can go do what you need to do, and I'll, I'll save the people. So he does. Um, he gets bitten by the Rat 12 Plagues, but who cares? Iron Fist goes and tries to break up the fight or take Choshin instead of UT. But UT's like, no, I got this. This is my fight. You deal with the rest of the mess you brought. You know, you, you abandon Kun Loon. You can't just come back. So Iron Fist runs around, but he sees the book. He's going to try to get it back. Um, Sabretooth continues to fight the Rat 12 Plagues. Iron Fist is able to get the book back. He opens the book. He glows. And then he disappears. And Choshin laughs. He ran away. He ran away. Um, and we, we're getting ready for the climactic fight between Choshin and UT Sparrow. Um, now we'll see what happens. So the art in this book is still really good. Um, Mr. Perkins doing a pretty bang up job in this book. And story, I mean, if you like kind of Iron Fist mythos building stories, um, this is in the vein of the last kind of several volumes of Iron Fist. It fits right in. Um, So I'm going to give Iron Fist number 76 five out of six claws. So that's all our books. We'll uh, we'll save All New Wolverine and Old Man Logan for the actual award show episode because you probably remember the awards take about 20 minutes. (laughs) And uh, so we need some other stuff to talk about. Um, I do, we have some news. Um, mentioned it briefly on the last episode with Dan and Georgie. I want to talk about it some more with Denise. But I do want to mention the hunt for Wolverine. So not only is uh, Logan coming back in the Infinity book, but there's also going to be a series by Charles Soule and David Marquez, which sounds amazing. Um, Marquez, whoo, yay. Um... This previews has a Adam Kubert cover. This is different than the one we've been seeing associated with this book. 
was just black with three claws slicing through it and gleaming in the in the darkness. Pretty cool. So let's kind of just we'll do a, a little flip through the preview, see what's going on. Uh, Captain America 700 coming up. Um, looks pretty fun. That Jim Lee cover looks great. Reminds me a lot of one of my favorite Wolverine covers. Um, so we also have the Infinity Countdown continuing. That was like a lot of fun. I mean, it's Aaron Cooter drawing it, so it's going to be pretty great. Um, let's see, what else? Um, of course, Exiles is starting fairly soon. And we have Baby Wolverine. Um, the book can be fun. I know we'll give it a shot on the old podcast. Uh, Domino, we have the artist attached to this. Uh, Gail Simone writing David Baldion, or Baldion, however you say that, who had a great run on the Nova book and also just had a great artistic run on the most recent Spirits of Vengeance book. Um, so the fact that he is drawing this may have me on board. Uh, it really might. Um, Doctor Strange, Damnation. Uh, man, looking forward to this because I'm, I'm, you know, still enjoying the Doctor Strange book. There's a lot of crossovers. I, I don't know. And we have Iron Fist seventy nine and eighty, Scarlet Spider seventeen. I think I saw some other books attached to this. They were probably in earlier previews that are before this. Um, and then, of course, you also have the, the series itself, a four-issue series. Um, yeah, I think, like, Moon Knight and, and stuff also ties in. Um, that's a lot of stuff to buy. We'll we'll see. That's a, that's a tall order. As much as I'm enjoying this book, I don't really care for Mephisto, so I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, of course, Avengers No Surrender um, concludes in its 16th chapter in Avengers 690, so we're marching towards that. And I'm super stoked about Champions. Uh, Jim Zub and Sean Isaacs, the team who ended Uncanny Avengers. Um, by the way, great. Uh, can't wait to see what they do on Champions. Uh, we have Venomized, which I was really confused. I want to talk about this more with Georgie and Dan uh, because it will be it'll tie into X-Men Blue as well. This talks about the story that, that comes out of the Poison X, which is the X-Men story, or X-Men Venom crossover. It also says it started in a Venomverse, which I didn't read because I didn't think it was in, like, our universe or the main timeline. So I'm a little confused. But um, anyway, this is a conclusion of that, Venomized. All our heroes get Venomized, but the X-Men have to save them. Um, I don't know. I'm not super interested in it. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how evolved the X-Men really are. And looking at the sample art, lots of X-Men gold. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Invisible Iron Man number 599 is building up to 600, which I'm sure will have the return of Tony Stark. Um, Mighty Thor 706. Worried about this one. I, not really. I I really, really trust Aaron and Dodderman on this book. It's Probably my second favorite book on the shelves uh, consistently. Um, well, you know, I want to say it. My top three in no particular order, month in and month out. Mighty Thor, All-New Wolverine, 
and um, Birthright. So, anyway, uh, Credible Hulk, uh, Carlo Barberi's coming on that book, so that should be fun. This Avengers Shards of Affinity looks good, though I guess Black Widow's officially back now. I guess that we know how Tales of Suspense is going to end. Uh, we have Dan Slott's conclusion to Amazing Spider-Man. Um, Spectacular Spider-Man, I guess, turns into a time-traveling tale. Then there's another Venom story. Mark Bagley's back on Venom. I don't really care. Um, Spider-Man um, ra- ramping down Bendis' run. Uh, the Spider-Man Deadpool versus everyone looks interesting. Of course, Piccolo's art is made is tempting me. I haven't bought the book yet, but it's tempting me. But this one has a lot of a lot of good heroes in it, including Nightcrawler on the cover. So we'll see. Then we have the Young Guns 2018. Mentions the the artist that Marvel is going to be leaning on the next couple of years. Uh, Pepe Larraz, Javier Garon, uh, Secret Warriors looked amazing, by the way. Um, Russell Doggerman, of course, from Thor. Marco Caquetta, we just talked about this episode. Aaron Cooter, we love. And Mike Del Mundo, oh yeah. Um, uh, Punisher, War Machine stuff, I'm not reading. So here's here's a little reason why I may be bailing an old man Hawkeye. I thought it was like five issues. It is apparently 12 issues. And I don't know if I can commit to that. <laughs> oh, Mike Henderson's coming on Daredevil. Um... And that's going to be amazing. Um, the grief. You, he'll be the perfect artist for that book. And and the, it's had several perfect artists in a row. <laughs> but um, he'll be another one. Uh, Rise of the Black Panther continues. Uh, and of course, Black Panther is one of the best books on the shelf as well. Um, Moon Knight. I, you know, eventually I'm going to need to catch up on that book. But not right now. Uh, Marvel 2 and 1. Um... I, need, I haven't read the second issue. I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, the second one's in my stack, so we'll see. Uh, Tales of Suspense concludes. Um, of course, you have Squirrel Girl, Falcon, uh, Marvel Rising, number zero. I don't even know what that is. Um, is that a regular book? Do-do-do-do-do with Squirrel Girl and Miss Marvel doing a camp? Huh. I don't know. That could be fun, I guess. Uh, Thanos continues to rock and roll if you're into that. Um, Lockjaw. Uh, Miss Marvel, Black Bolt, Moon Girl. Uh, Weapon H is going to fight Wendigo, apparently, or Wendigo. New Mutants. I'm excited about that. Um, X-Men Gold. Uh, we get maybe a new team. I think it's temporary. This magic armor. Uh, I guess that's still ink. Uh, maybe. Uh, Iceman and Rogue. Which I can get behind that team. The next one, Gold 26. Looks like back to the same with the conclusion of Rachel's story. What's been going on. Uh, Weapon X. And I don't know. You can listen to the other episodes here. I feel about that. X-Men Red is about to come out, so I'm stoked about that. Um, X-Men Blue, we have the Havoc story. Uh, that could be interesting. Uh, looks like Jorge Molina and R.B. Silva will be alternating art, so I'm glad to see them staying on the book. All New Wolverines have a future story. 
Uh, Rogan Gambit is wrapping up. Legion's wrapping up. Um, ACO is going to do Astonishing X-Men number 10. That's exciting. Probably mean the book will continue to be um, (laughs) getting high marks for the art. Um, So Cable 156 has an art change due to the tweeting? I don't know. I don't know. Um, But it's Herman Peralta doing the art. Um, Apparently he's fighting Bishop. The cover looks atrocious, but it's not by cover. It's it's, uh, by Warren Johnson. Um, So I don't know. I don't probably not going to jump back into that book. Old Man Logan's fighting Kingpin and Bullseye. Um, Deadpool, this cover of him riding on Juggernaut, piggyback on Juggernaut, is pretty awesome. Um, I almost bought Deadpool today because Rogue was in it. I want to see the resolution of that, but I don't know. If I can take him in four books, <laughs> uh, Runaways, I'll try one of these days. Um, the Thrawn book, I don't know. I enjoyed the novels. Maybe the comic series will be good. Um, it looks like Star Wars and Darth Vader are going to cross over again. Uh, of course, you have Poe, Dr. Aphra, and then statues and stuff. So, anyway, um, I think of all of that, I'm most excited to see Mike Henderson on Daredevil. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> Oh, and Baldi on, on uh, Domino, and of course, Hunter Wolverine. I mean, good grief. Marquez doing a Wolverine series, or however long it is, it doesn't matter. It's going to be great. Super, super stoked. So, anyway, that is our uh, bonus episode for Old Man Winter 2018. As always, like the Facebook page, Twitter is at SnickCast. Um, Show notes and stuff on snickcast.podbean.com. Next up will be our 2017 Wolvie Awards show. And when, with that said, I'll talk to y'all later. Hugs and snicks, everybody. <clears throat> Bye-bye. And snacked. <laughs>